ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John Coleman. God damn it. Dio was popping. Man, what's wrong with you? Just another episode is hot in here. I thought it was wintertime, but apparently it's hot. It is wintertime all throughout the United States of America, <clears throat> but in Central Florida. And you know, this is why people move no, to Florida. To get away. Yes, I'm and I say traffic. the same exact thing. No, I don't say get away. I say Florida is not the place you want to live mm. except for December through maybe no. April. I do appreciate the revenue we bring in from tourism because we do have some of the best roads in America. We do have the best roads. That's also because we don't have this thing called ice and mm. snow. And then you know what? Truth be told, I've never lived in ice and snow. What the for a long really? period of time. No, I lived in Atlanta for a couple That's years. That's nice and, and snow. Yeah, we had a couple times when it got cold enough that I'd have to go down and start my car a little bit early and scrape frost. You never had a snow day? In Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, but snow days in Atlanta means it, like one inch of snow in the, the whole, whole city. city. shuts yeah. down. Shit. But no, I mean, I remember I did a study abroad program when I was living outside of London, and it like dusted snow and even in then like everyone yeah. went crazy we were super excited had like a snowball fight we did the international kids versus the local kids because i live in an international oh, dorm okay yeah i live in an international dorm so like everyone in my dorm was typically i mean i had a roommate from ghana i had three roommates from spain i had some uh other american shout out rob farragher um but uh yeah it doesn't uh, doesn't get cold down here in florida but you and i right now are sweating it is like 4.30 p.m. on a on a weekday. You know what happens when, in my, November, shirt, when my shirt gets wet. In November, and we're sweating. My shirt gets moldy. I'm going to start smelling like the Grinch. You are the Grinch. I can't imagine that you are a cheery, happy person around the holidays. Because they're made up. No one gives a shit about the holidays. No, people do give a shit. You know what I was doing over the weekend? Probably taking down decorations so you could put up more. I was taking down, down Christmas the- trees from the attic. My wife is going to put five yep. Christmas trees in our house. Thank God the five. Uh, thank God fire ants or some kind of carpenter ants got into our artificial tree. So now you know what we're going to turn to a twenty-six Charlie Brown Christmas tree from Amazon. Good for you, twenty-six inch or no twenty-six dollars. Oh, really twenty-six dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my wife's even going to put a Christmas tree in our son's room. He doesn't even live in the why? house anymore. He moved out. So why? Just didn't. She loves Christmas trees. So my daughter gets a Christmas tree. My son gets a Christmas tree. We put one in the living room. We put one in the family room. Christmas is just like the beers. It's an all a marketing ploy just for you to get to spend money. Diamonds are intrinsically worthless and they're not rare. So you idiots out there spending all that money on diamonds, jokes on By you. the way, John is right. I know I'm right. You are right about the diamonds. <laughs> no, they used, are not rare. They're not rare. They're useless as stones you would find in a riverbed, but people are stupid. Well, they're dumb. I'll, Stupid is a strong, mean word. They're idiots. Gullible. Idiots. Gullible. Dummies. Gullible. Right? People are gullible. And then it, it started 100 plus years ago. And then all of a sudden. Shout out to the beers with that. You know, a diamond lasts forever. I mean, look, there's people rocking these Stanley Cups. Right? Not not Stanley Cup like the I, I like Tampa Bay yeah, Lightning I win them all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah no, a, and I and I asked my wife and daughter because my daughter just bought her like fifth Stanley Cup, mm. and now there's accessories that go with your Stanley Cup. I'm like, who decided this was cool? The, and literally, know what my daughter said? The marketing people. Some moms in Utah. Really? Some moms in Utah. Yeah. So somewhere along the lines, those diamonds, they, they were just yesterday Stanley's. People don't, they're That's grown, all they were. They're grown in labs so they can put them on clubs and do other things. You know they put diamonds on drill bits to do for oil. They're not like 
they're not nice things, people. Oh, they look pretty. I do like how they look. Yeah. Good for you, Dustin. That's all that matters. And that's going to conclude today's episode. I hope you like. Hey, speaking of today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out. Uh Oh, God. Here we go. 45 minutes. Here we go. Hold up. Gene Griffin, Austin, Texas. Okay. Shout out Gene Griffin. Gene, it was awesome. We reconnected last week. Gene and I did. Okay. He's a T-lopper. He's one of the OGs. Been around for a year and a half. Gene's been in the business, I think, for about three years. He's friends with our buddy Kyle Johnson. We've had Mm, Kyle on the show before a couple times. And it's really nice to connect with someone because Gene's grinding. He's enduring, right? He tunes into the show. He's a part of the newsletter, right? He's he's watching our training videos. And Gene's all in. He is all in. So it's so refreshing when you talk to someone that you originally connected with almost two years ago. And they're like, yeah, brother, I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. Thanks to T-Lop, right? And by the way, not thanks to T-Lop. Like T-Lop's one part of one-tenth of one ingredient to his mm-hmm. success but nonetheless i appreciate gene reached out to me talked to him one day driving home from uh driving to the gym from the office and it's just really cool to connect so you. yeah shout out to gene that's the fuel you need to keep going dustin yep and then gene when i was talking to him he's like oh what are you guys up to i'm like oh man we're doing a you know in my mind i always think we're behind the eight ball in my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're three years behind where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But, but if I look at how far we've come. If you look at your calendar, it looks like Tetris blocks. You have no free time. If I look at my calendar, I'll start having anxiety <laughs> and start dropping F-bombs <laughs> and telling Mark I ain't got time for, I for don't him have and time. I got to hang up. But yeah. uh, no, sorry about that, Mark. Shout I, out, Mark. I did do if that you made earlier it far today. In the episode, shout out, Mark. Shout out to Mark. Um, but no, I was, yeah, I was just kind of updating Gene on everything that's going on with TLOP Online, the community, the coaching. We're getting ready to move everything over to a true e-learning platform. Mm. And, you know, we have like 40 new people a week signing up for the newsletter. And I'm getting ready to do a, a call with five potential TLOP faculty members. These are like people that are near and dear to me because I respect the hell out of what they do in the industry, both from a production as well as a leadership standpoint. And these are five individuals spread out amongst broker, banker, wholesale, retail, male, female, East Coast, West Coast. Um, and then I was telling Gene about an upcoming presentation I'm doing. And he's like, oh, tell me more about that. Mm. So that's why I want to give Gene a shout out on today's episode, because I want you to title today's episode something along the lines of like, initially, I wanted to call it a rubric for success. I don't know what that is. Exactly. But you and everyone else is like, what's a rubric? It's a fancy word for people who don't know how to spell. It's a fancy word to describe a document used for grading on a scale, right? Just grading yourself out, right? If you had five parts to, on, to why you would get an A in that American history course, your professor would let you know mm-hmm. 10% attendance, 25% quizzes. F, F. 25% is going to be the group project. F. I can't imagine you in a group oh, project. I had someone, I had so I know, right? And you then can't. 40% is going to be um, your final exam. That would be your rubric. So you knew, well, look, worst case, I get a 50 on the final exam. As I did. If I dominate the easy things, which a- is like the attended. group project, attendance. attendance, and I do well on the quizzes, I'll get a D I plus. can still get a C or a B minus. Even if I get a 50% on the shit on, on, on the final. So I wanted to call this like a rubric for success. Instead, it's going to be the loan officers 
formula for success. Mm -hmm. This is a keynote that I'm going to be giving throughout 2024, whether I do it live and in person, whether I do it on a, on a call coming up, which by the way, I think speaking of calls, like how cool is this? We weren't doing this a year ago. I just did a call with Hancock Whitney bank, just did a call with them. I'm going to most likely be going out West to do something for flat home branch, flat branch, flat branch home loans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm doing business planning in December for MGIC magic. I am going to make it up to Oklahoma. It might not be till January 11th to do an event for a area manager in that market. I've been contacted by the NBA of Delaware to come do an event for them. I've already run out of fingers, Dustin. Slow down. Yeah. And in order to best serve all these communities, whether we're doing them via webinar, i.e. MGIC, or whether we're doing them in person, flat branch home loans, I need to have a repertoire or a menu of various topics. So the topic that I'm doing this presentation literally in two days is called the LO's success formula. Mm -hmm. Because here's what I realized in sales, in business, or as an entrepreneur. There's two parts of being coming successful, right? It's the attendance as well as the test grades. Mm -hmm. The two parts to be successful, what do you think they are, John? Your effort and your attitude. Effort is definitely one of the parts. Uh, so if, if I was scaling you on a rubric, you yeah. at least got a 50% on stick, that. Stick with itness. You stick with itness? Yeah, I'd put that on effort, though. That's what Skill. I, oh. AKA talent. Yeah. Skill, though. That matters? Yes, it matters. If you want to be successful, you have to be equal parts skilled with effort. Mm. Now, if you are the most skilled person ever mm -hmm. who gives zero effort myself then you're a broke joke as i am shit <laughs> my therapist <laughs> if you are johnny hustle mm -hmm. right if you are elaine effort mm -hmm. and you ain't got no skill you're a broke joke we need to be equal parts effort and skill so then i have gone as far and I've broken them down into five categories for skill and five categories for effort. Mm -mm. And on the skill side of things, I'm going to make this very specific to mortgage sales professionals. But please know for our realtor friends that tune in, our other sales professionals, whether it's life insurance, whether it's dental sales, whether it's real estate investors, I promise you, don't tune us out. It's going to correlate. You're going to find a way for this to actually matter to you. I want to go through right now the five areas of skill that you should grade yourself on. Zero, one, or two. Zero means I next to never do this consistently. Mm. One, seven out of 10 days, I'm doing this. And a two, like Every, I next to never miss. Damn. If I miss, it's like one or two days a month, I don't do this. Mm. Okay. Like I would say... If you looked at my training regimen, I would say in terms of physical activity, I'd rate myself a two. Why is that? Because on my bad week, I still probably get four to six workouts That's in. That's outrageous. 
right? So that means, hey, like that, that's the, if, if that was a category, that would, that would be a two. You get a gold star for the week. Okay. So let's go mm-hmm. in order. We're going to start with skill, then we're going to go to effort. Oh, okay. And I'm doing this for mortgage loan originators. Now, if you actually call us, reach out to us, ask us to come give this as a full hour-long keynote, please know it's an interactive session where we're going to drill deeper into what you need to do, why this is important, how to successfully create these habits. Because too much of presentations and too many times when goal setting or being motivated, it's our tactics, it's our true like action items, nothing happens. Like nothing gets accomplished. You leave there, you're on a high, you're smiling ear to ear. By the time you get home, you forgot what you heard and you're already pissed at the dog. You know, it's like it, in, in one year, out the other. No, we have to have a plan, right? That's what we're going to be doing later this month and next month with business plans. What we're doing with MGIC, we're also going to do as a TLOP exclusive. We're going to do business planning, not the business planning where, oh, cool. I now at least know what I need to do. I was like, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about when you're going to do it, with who, put some names to that. Like we're going to get really granular. What tasks do you have to do? How consistent do you need to be? Like we're going to get really granular so that loan officers who attend those events, like they feel like they're ready to tackle successfully and succeed in 2024. Hell yeah. All right. So here are the skills. Okay. How well do you know your loan programs, products, and guidelines, including calculating of income? Like that is a skill. If we're looking at a rubric and you need to ask yourself, am I the best mortgage loan originator? I want to ask you that question. Now, you might be a zero and that's okay. What's not okay is that if in six months from now that you're not a one, Hmm. that in six months from now that you couldn't have walked me through everything you did to move the needle on that one skill set. Because ultimately, if you go through this presentation, go through this exercise, what you'll find is that we have a scale of if you score zero to this number, you're not going to make it in the industry. If you scored between these two numbers, you're below average, but with a little improvement, you can become a functioning producer. There we go. And there's some of you that are, man, you're average, but if you just turned it up a little bit in a couple categories, you become above average. There's people who are above average, turn it up in a couple categories, and you can become a top producer. There's top producers who still have room to grow to become a mega producer. And there's people who are at the bottom of the barrel who can still become a mega producer. It's all a matter of like knowing, okay, well, what is it that I'm being graded on and where do I need to go? So the first step we're talking under skill categories, just that, how would, how well do you know loan programs, products, and guidelines? Your ultimate goal would be a score of two in all these categories because you'd be a 10 and a 10, 20 out of 20 points, you're a freaking unicorn. Like 20 out of 20, like you're giving that guy shant up in uh, Boston and run for the money for being the number one loan officer in the country. Okay. Number two on the skill, how well do you understand the basics of financial literacy? Things like budgeting, mm. credit, nope. saving for retirement, wealth generation strategies, types of investments, mm. best practices. Have you ever sat with a financial advisor yourself? How about multiple financial advisors? What books have you read? What courses have you taken? What conferences have you attended? And then what do you practice at home? And then can you teach it to others based on your success? It's okay if you're a zero today. It's not okay if you're, if you're not a one or a better 12 months from now. Number three on the skill, 
Rate your presentation and storytelling skills. Mm. Are you a good presenter? Are you good at storytelling? Can you convey a message while also captivating an audience to tune into you? To where they understood because you had good tie downs, good takeaways. There was a good moral of the story. You explained what this means to you is this. Mm -hmm. You walked them through. The next steps are blah, blah, blah. Mm. Again, we're not judging you if you're a zero today. But I'm going to judge you in six months, nine months, or 12 months if you're still a zero. Mm -hmm. right? If you're still a zero, it's like, well, why didn't you reach out to Renee Rodriguez? Why didn't you look at his Amplify Academy or take an Amplify course? Why haven't you joined Toastmasters? Fourth skill. Rate your knowledge and use of proven sales strategies. A mm. little bit different than storytelling. They, they go hand in hand, but a little bit different. Sales strategies to me are things that are taught in maybe the book Ninja Selling. Things that if you signed up for a Sandler sales training course. Things that if you read Chris Voss's Never Split the Difference. What are you doing to, to understand and practice the proven sales strategies? These are strategies that work throughout industries and are time-tested. Right? I just listened to the Ed Milet pod podcast. He just had on a sales expert. I loved it so much. I texted you, Mark, and Nikki on mm, Sunday or I was Saturday. Wondering what the catalyst for that was. And I was like, "Y'all got to listen to this. I'm gonna go back and listen to it three times and take notes." Oh shit! Yo, yeah, watch out. Oh, God, yeah. Now we're gonna. Those me. notes are gonna end up being content for TLOP. Watch this. Swipe and adapt. That's all we all do. I mean, that's why I got through college. That is all we all do. You got through college because you cheated. I did. If you, that's not if swiping you're not adapting, and you ain't trying. No, no, that's not swiping adapting. You never cheated in college. We don't. We don't go there, John. <sighs> of course you did. Ain't nothing wrong with cheating out there, folks. We do not go there, John. How well do you utilize technology in your business? That's the fifth skill. Uh, a lot of people are going to rank a zero in this. Yeah. Like the technology is there. It could be automation of your CRM. It could be that simple. It could be leveraging social media uh -oh. platforms to make sure that you're <clears throat> de developing conversations that are one to many. So that you are being recognized as a source of information of a local community expert. So that when you do reach out to that person that you want to connect with, you're not a stranger to them because they feel like they already know you because you keep on showing up in their world electronically. Well said. You should Are say you that again. using Mortgage Coach? Mm. Right, That's a technology that separates yourself from the competition. That also would go hand in hand with how well do you understand the basics of financial literacy. So these are all categories that if you just increased three of them, by one, you went from a zero to one or a one to a two, and you picked it in three categories. You just increased your, your rate of success easily by 15%, 15%, you're 15% better just by picking those three categories. What if you increased your leads by 15%? What if you increased your lead conversion by 15%? What if you increased your referral sources by 15%? because you were 15% better. What does that look like? Ah, now you go from 6 million in production to 10 million. You go from 10 million to 16 million, 16 million to 24 million. See where I'm going with this, John? More, yeah. Like this is how it works. These are the skills that, that, we, would, that we would review in a course. And again, this course, we get way more granular. Audience participation, we're taking notes and we're coming up with actual tactics that if deployed are proven because this is what top producers do, 
they're proven to take sales professionals to the next level. Let's look at and look at effort mm. because those are the five categories for skill. And you got to think this is a formula for sales success. This one's a very specific to mortgage sales professionals. I promise you, you can go back and listen and you can change a couple words here and there. And all of a sudden it works perfect for your industry. When it comes to effort, I'd want someone to rate themselves on a scale of zero to two. Zero, never rarely. That's what it means. It, I never do this. I rarely do this. Bathe. One, most of the time, like 70%. Bathe. What are you? You rarely bathe? or you I don't, I don't take. I don't bathe every day. That's yeah, facts. That's gross. You take a shower. You take two showers a day? Yeah. That's too much. Uh, I sweat a lot. So do I. It is, or two is, it is rare that I ever miss. So that that's the scale. Zero, never, slash rarely. One, most of the time, like 70%, seven out of 10 times. Mm -hmm. And then two, it is rare that I ever miss. Okay. All right, cool. So number one on the effort level, like if you want to improve your effort, mm -hmm. I commit 40 to 48 hours per week to running my business. Mm -hmm. Now this includes working on as well as working in. Because mm -hmm. we did a whole episode mm -hmm. on working on your business versus in your business or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And there are times you have to work in your business, but there's also most times you should be working on your business. But commit to 40 to 40 hours a week. If I were teaching the class, I say, class, what's one thing you, you can commit to? To put yourself in a better situation, to move that needle from never rarely to most of the time, just one. And what I would lead the class to say is get to the office every day at 8 a.m. That's specific. If you get to the office every day at 8 a.m., or it could be 8.30, or it could be 7.30, I promise you, you're going to put yourself in a situation where you are intentionally putting in 40 to 48 hours. And I'm not talking about, look, I work all the time, D.O., I'm on 24-7. Yeah. No, no, track what you do. I promise you don't work 40 to 48 hours. You don't work 40 to 48. You may be available, you may be on your computer, but on your computer paying your bills and all your computer surfing Facebook, like not intentionally networking online. That's different. And looking at the news and watching a YouTube video that doesn't pertain to your business or your industry or self improvement. No, intentionally work 40 to 48 hours per week. And then if we we're in a class, I would try to at least give the audience, I want the audience to have three task oriented things that they can do that are going to put them in a situation that they can actually move the needle. So that what I would give you is get to the office every day, every day, every day, 8, 8 a.m. Second thing I'd want you to answer. I prioritize my sales and marketing activities. Prioritize. It is my priority. I never want to hear you say, I don't have enough time. No, you're not making enough time. You did you eat today? You made time to do that, didn't you? Did you breathe? You made time to do that, didn't you? Like, you, you either will or you won't. You get to decide. So do you prioritize? Now, how do we prioritize? Well, we use theme days and we do it in the morning. That way we know they're done. That way we know what to do. Theme days makes, makes me not have to think. I just have to do. Getting it done in the morning lets me know that it was my priority. Everything else can come after that. I invest in professional and personal development. Mm. Ooh. Now, I don't care if that's going to a conference like Mortgage Mastermind. I don't care if that is reading a book a quarter, signing up for Sandler sales training, going to Renee Rodriguez Amplify, or hell, 
you may want to become a member of tloponline.com. Join the TLOP community. That may be your best place to start. Let us be your branch manager in the box. We're going to coach you. We're going to train you. We're going to share sales ideas and marketing tips. We're even going to give you the documents, the tools, the trackers, and the links to run your business if you are a mortgage loan originator. Or hell, we have branch managers who love what we do. They join, then they take our resources, they white label it as their own, which we totally promote and suggest, and they use it to effectively run their branches. Cool. We love them for it. But what are you doing to invest in your professional and personal development? Are you a zero, a one, or a two? Takes a little intentionality to change that. I track my daily activity. If it's not tracked, it didn't happen. If it's not tracked, you don't know where you've been and you can't decide where you need to go. You got to track it. You should track what you eat. You should track how you exercise. You should track where you spend your money. You should track where you log your hours. If you think you work 44 hours a week. Show me. Show me. Show yourself. Don't show me. I don't care. Yeah, that's what I meant. Show yourself. Prove it to you. Where do you spend your time? If you were to ever sign up for coaching with us, like I'm talking like real deal coaching, like you're in a group of six, eight, ten others, you're getting specialized attention, you're giving homework, we are holding you accountable because you're paying good money for this. Very first thing I'm going to do, very first homework assignment, I'm going to make you track your hours for 30 solid days. Mm. From what time you woke up to what time you went to bed and what did you do in the middle? Every half hour needs to be accounted for. I want you to see where you're spending your time. So do you track your daily activity? How many leads did you get? How many sales calls did you go on? How many events did you attend? Right? This is all about tracking. And then just like with skill, with effort, we have a technology piece. Rate yourself. How well do you leverage technology? Are you a zero, one, or a two? I'm a Luddite. What is that? Remember the technology? Luddite. Remember we is like our third episode. You're like, I'm a Luddite. That's when you're computer challenged. Go back to episode three and watch it, Dustin. Remember oh. a Luddite? Luddite? You didn't know how to pronounce it? Oh, my goodness. No, John. You have a much better memory than I do. I selective. Guess. You don't I remember a lot of, no, no, I have a selective memory. I choose what I, you know, that's why I have so much free space up there. Okay. I no, it. I do not. I'm have to go really? look up that episode Luddite, and yeah. look up that word. Yeah, a lot of, it's like you know, being. It must have been like my word of the day. I was probably honoring Pee Wee Herman. Uh, you didn't know how to pronounce it and you got frustrated. Okay. Luddite, Luddite, Luddite. Yeah, it's like being techno technologically challenged. Okay, and guess what? That is a mindset. That is a choice that people make. Mm -hmm. If you if you are of average or above average intelligence, mm -hmm. do not tell me, oh, I'm tech challenged. No, you choose to be tech challenged. That was like this one time this lady tried to tell me that she can't read nonfiction. You can't read, lady? I was like, woman, you can't read? No, I can, but just not nonfiction. Yeah, then don't tell me you can't say you won't. Because that's, yeah. yeah, you choose not to. Because mm -hmm. you can read, mm -hmm. therefore you can read nonfiction. Yeah, don't tell me, oh, I can't do technology. Uh, are you alive? Are you competent? Are you of sound mind? Mm. Are, are you of above average intelligence? One of the four things, yes, alive. Okay, if you're alive, then you can use technology. A matter of... Are you going to put forth the effort? It could start with just managing your calendar via Outlook. It could then be upping it to using some kind of a scheduling service like Calendly. It could then lead to, I'm going to utilize a Excel spreadsheet to track my leads before I get into a CRM to automate some of my marketing activities, to house 
some of my client information. But those that are highly successful leverage technology. So imagine that. In order to be successful, it takes equal parts of skill and effort. Skill can be broken down into five categories. Effort can be broken down into five categories. You can rank yourself zero, one, or two in each of those categories. The total number of points is 20. In order to be successful, I'm going to tell you, you're going to want to score somewhere between 12 to 15. Shit, I was just about to ask you that. If you want to be a one percenter, a high achiever, a high earner, you're probably 16 to 18. I can't imagine anyone's a 19 or a 20. I can't. Ain't nobody perfect. Mm. And if you're a 10, you have some work to do, but the good news is, is you're probably paying your bills. You probably have a good enough business. You're doing just enough mm-hmm. to get by. Five, but imagine yeah. if you were just a just to find three of these 10 and up them by one each from a zero to a one or a one to a two without dropping in any other category. All of a sudden, your 10 becomes a 13. And now all of a sudden, your income just went up 30%. And for some of y'all, your income going up 30% is the difference between you being able to afford that vacation you want to take or putting on a credit card. The difference between you actually investing in an IRA and a 401k or not having any retirement savings. The difference between you going to Funspot or actually going to Disney. There you go, John. Funspot is actually better though, low key. Low key Funspot probably is is better based on the dollars you spend, right? It's all about value. Funspot comes with value. If y'all aren't from Orlando, you don't know that. Have you been to Funspot before? I have been to Funspot before, but I'll tell you this. You never fear that you'll get stabbed at Disney. No, but you might. You may get stabbed at Funspot. With a loose nail from the wooden roller coaster, not the patrons. Not the patrons, ever. Maybe the car needs to work. Funspot is kind of like Flying Spirit, though. (laughs) Is it? Yes. That's a whole other topic. No, shout out to our friends who are at Funspot. Funspot is a spot you want to go to, whether you're in Central Florida or visiting for a short period of time. Well said, Dustin. Hey, y'all, look, if you love what we're doing, all we ask of you at this point Besides to become a damn member of TLOP Online if yeah. you're a mortgage sales professional, at a minimum, sign up for our newsletter. Yeah. That's free. Newsletter is free. Um, John's favorite word, if it's free. It's for me. There you go. But no, if you love what we're doing, don't keep us a secret. Please make sure you share this, not with one, not with two, but with three other people. Use it in your own social content. Give us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. If you're tuning in on audio only, thank you. But, but make sure you slide over to YouTube and just give us a quick subscribe. Yeah. Make fun of John for wearing the same shirt in multiple episodes. Stinks. Check out what we're putting on the YouTube, the on the internet. On the, Lu- I was, was going to say, I was going to say on the for the centerpiece. Oh, so yeah, so for sure. Yeah, and oh, we didn't even talk about this. No one even addressed the elephant in the room. What? If you, scroll- I rearranged my oh, office yeah. because we had a complete makeover yeah, I facelift. Yeah, if I pay painters to come in to paint my office, best believe included in the price, they're going to put that shit back where you found it. Well, I put it all back this morning. Not all of it, but most of it. But I decided to rearrange the office. So therefore, for our T-loppers who are tuning in, you're going to notice that this episode and our last episode, New stuff. it probably looked a little bit different yeah. because I have reorganized the studio office. Thank you. You like it better? And if, yeah, I, I guess. You don't even care. I don't. Well, if, I still have to get the clock back up. I need not, to get. Don't put the clock up if it's the wrong time. Nope. I'm going to get a battery for the clock. I'm going to put the clock back up. I'm going to put my CMB plaque back up. It costs a lot of money. To get, yeah. It's free to put it back up, though. Kind of like our newsletter. It's free. What do you do if you're five below? Like our favorite cheap store in the, in the shopping complexes. 
John, I don't know where you're going. I'm trying to conclude this episode. What are you talking about five below? Five below. If I don't score, you said 10 and up. What happens if you're five, five or below? If you score five or below on these 10 topics? If you scored five Seriously, or below. Yeah. yeah. Should I just get out of the industry? You better be a rookie. You better have just gotten your license. There you go. You That's must it. have just got hired on. There you go. And hey, we all start somewhere. Everyone starts at zero. Some people stay there, though. No. Those people who stay there end up not being employed for long. That's true. Yeah. You know what NFL stands for? Not for long. Not for long. You know what UCF stands for? You can't finish. Hey. And that's all the time we have for today. He's Dustin Owen. I'm John Coleman. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.